what is up all of you motherfuckers out there another episode of the roger and stone show sorry it's coming at you a little bit late kind of had an issue with uh yesterday's recording but had another guest come in good buddy of mine always a pleasure to have him always uh bringing great fucking movies for me to watch today he brought in a movie called <laughs> demons <laughs> which um it's uh it's one of those uh one of those fun 80s gory cheesy movies man those are those are always a favorite of mine but uh yeah gary hill came in bring that bitch and uh we had a good time podcast and talking about it he did uh kind of make it difficult for me to watch char uh fucking willy wonk in a chocolate factory you'll see why but thank you, everybody, for tuning in for another episode of the Roger and Stone Show. Again, really good buddy, best buddy of mine, Gary Hill, who is, uh, he also talks about at the end of the podcast, uh, because of that podcast I had with him with the Joker, he came up with a great idea for another podcast. But I want to find out what it is. Stay tuned. Listen to it, everybody. Again, thanks for, uh, for, thanks for listening. Like you guys, love you guys. Gary's a piece of shit for talking about Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory the way he did. All right, we're fucking going, man. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, motherfucking Gary Hill. Say hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. <laughs> All right. So, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to post a podcast today from yesterday um kind of kind of just didn't want to do it i guess uh but what i ended up doing was pulling in my bud gary and uh why don't you tell him about what movie you showed me today well um yeah i, I want to well roger had this idea and I'm, I'm i'm running with it for for my own show uh but i i'll talk about that later Oh, nice. And, um, yeah, we'll talk about it. You still my ideas, bitch? I'm st- oh, in a way. Yeah, <laughs> Take it, a, man. It's kind of a way to get the community involved. If it, I, it, I think it's, uh, if it doesn't work for me, man, hopefully it works for no, you. No, no, I want it to work for you, too. It's just, um, we'll talk about it, we'll talk okay. about it later. Okay, okay. But I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I showed you, I, I introduced you to you, and this is the, the whole vibe of this, 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 this jive here. Jive turkey. Uh, the Lamberto Bava directed, uh, 1985 Demons. Or Demoni, if you're Italian, and uh, it's a it's a rock and roll monster movie, and I I the real real big big thing is the background of the movie is they're in Rome. These two girls get tickets to a sneak preview. They go to said creepy theater with a, a sexy ginger in a green dress, propagating the <laughs> suit. Oh man, she's good looking. And, she uh, was. I mean, I just had an issue with her eyes. That's being fine. So far apart, but they're they're watch they they watch a movie. Stuff starts happening. The movie that's happening within the theater. So it's like a movie within a movie. Girl gets scratched. Girl turns into a demon, and then demons be, infects other people. They become demons, and then batshit craziness happens. So I will ask you, Roger. Yes, sir. What did you think of the film as the first time I, watched? You know what? I've always had a soft spot for fucking movies like that. I've always thought they were great. Um, growing up, I I was always the kid that if something came on, like, you know, HBO is different now from when HBO back then. Yeah. 
And I didn't give a shit what it was. I always thought they were great movies. And I was a kid that would stay up late. Like, I would sneak down just to watch movies. Um, and even the cheesiest ones were, like, the greatest ones to me. Either either way, like, uh, so, and, and as you know, I would always ask, like, hey, man, you're big into these movies. I would give you the plot, and then you would tell me the name. That's the fucking movie. But I did like it, man. I thought it was great. Uh, definitely enjoyed the soundtrack. Um what else? Uh, just uh, what? I, well, I, I actually, I I wish they would have went a little deeper into the movie that they were watching, because I feel like that was, I guess, what would be in the movie something that happened, but somebody was recording. Yeah, because that's how I was like, what is this movie? Is it a movie that's like I, I don't know what the fuck happened? Like it was just a movie there that was like, oh well, it's kind of like what happens here, but it, or was it one of those things where it was like, this is this is like, you know, we're watching it really happen, but we got cameras on these fucking people. See, I, I love films like this where you don't see who pulls the strings all the way. It's like people watch the Jordan Peele joint us and like, oh, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Maybe you weren't meant to get it. Oh, the, um, what movie was that? The, uh, uh, us was the movie. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, Get Out was pretty straightforward. Us, there's a lot going on in the movie. Where if you don't pay us. attention to every little hmm. thing, you're not going to quite get it. But then again, you're not really meant to get everything. Kind of like in Demons, where all this chaos is going on. And the, you, you see the one guy, which we, we see at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> um, Michelle Suave is the actor's name, but he has a metal mask like Kano in Mortal Kombat. So. <laughs> So, dude, yeah, Kano wins. Kano wins. (laughs) I didn't even think about it until you said that, man. But um, oh shit, he's he's possibly pulling the strings, and yeah, you think he is because from from the end he got in this movie. But I like movies like this, which is just chaos. So you don't, you're not meant to know what's going on. Yeah, it's just people literally getting their heads ripped off in this movie, and I I love it, man. (laughs) In the most cheesy. Yes. gory way <laughs> i thought it was great man i like those movies i think they're fun. i think they're fun i think it's like a like a good just step away from like the movies they have out now yeah it's so fuck it it's just cheesy it's it's like how that uh tucker and dale versus evil oh tucker I, and dale's fun i love that movie man that's like that's always gonna be one of my favorites i, I didn't know what to expect going expect going into it. i didn't even because when it came out on netflix i didn't even read the title like you know I, well the title but i mean the description of it mm-hmm. i was like all right scary movie i can do it you want some pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's. But then what it turned out to be when you know the whole uh, the store scene afterwards, I'm like, oh, I get it, I get it. It's the whole just people stereotyping. I didn't like that little guy though, and I feel like he overacted. Oh, well, he always does. <laughs> Alan Tudyk always re- over overacts and everything. You know, you can tell. <laughs> but um, what was I gonna say, man? I forgot what I was gonna fucking say. I liked it though, man. Thank you for showing me that. Yeah, I did enjoy that film. You could go go crazy in depth on a review here. Or nothing, you know. Just if you haven't seen it, um, if you just, it's fun, dude. It is so fun. I like those. Um, okay, so now I was giving a different. I was giving a different name to the person who made the film, but mm-hmm. you kind of gave me a better education on on that guy and what he has to do with that film because he did have a part. You said, yeah. Well, so, you, you, you thought it was a Dario Argento film. Well, that's is, what somebody told me. Which is understandable because he had a big hand in making it. He played a producer role on the film, but it's really like um, like a... Uh, I had the word in my head. You know, it's really like, um, like a, a conglomeration, which is not the word I was looking for. 
of different uh, Italian filmmakers because the guy that made the film is uh, Liberto Bava, who is the son of Mario Bava, who made films before him, like Bla- um, Black Sunday and a-, a lot of silly sword and sandal stuff and a, a lot of gross shit, too. I- I'd recommend diving into the whole thing because he- he's done so many... He's done westerns, his father. Lamberto Bava has just done, you know, the kind of film he watched like a, a half an hour ago. We just, just finished watching the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, blood, guts, straight up Italian, you know, yeah. bonkers shit. And um, at this point, you know, Dario Argento had made these these films called Giallis. And he made some, some horror stuff too. Giallis um, is, is Italian for yellow. I mean, why the reason why they call them Giallis is that um, they're all murder mysteries, and all the murder mystery books in Italy were colored yellow for some reason. So hmm. when they made a murder mystery, they would call them Giallis in a really, really weird way. And that was an indication of something, but that's okay. As they say, we fix it in post, or probably not. You know, well, whatever. I don't <laughs> care. But uh, yeah, but the, there's a good reason why you would think that, though, because it was really those those guys collaborating but Lamberto Bava, who I think was, um, despite of his first directorial debut, um, this 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 movie was this, it might have been, but he's been working, oh. he's been working, he, he's like um, like John Amplis, who um, worked with George Romero quite a bit, but you you might know him as uh, the zombie that comes out of the ground in the first segment of Creep Show, and if you haven't seen Martin, he's the star of Martin, but he worked. He worked. Uh, he worked the ropes, if you will. He worked a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Well, so did Lamberto Bavi. He worked with his father on stuff. He worked with Argento on stuff. It only seems right. Yeah, if you see his 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 um his IMDb, he 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 worked in the industry for a long time before he became a director. So okay, well, that's like a lot of the actors that you know they they've been acting for so long and they just kind of get an eye for from from like okay, come here, sit down, next director, going, come here, sit down next to me, take a look. So they kind of see what's going on there. I can fucking do this. Like, uh, who who started doing that? Um, there's been a couple actors. Like, I think Ben Affleck started doing it, ain't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, ben he, Affleck he started making movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a bunch of them. I, I, you kind of figure. I mean, yeah. I mean, if that it, it was, it's a, you said that's his old man, the Mario. Yeah, Bobby. Mario Bob was his yeah, father. Yeah, so it's yes. his. Old, yeah, so definitely, man. It's just like me hanging out with my dad long enough. Now I know how to fix it with my hands, mm-hmm. you know. So it only seems like the right. You know, it's like it's it's gonna fucking happen. That's cool though, man. That's yeah, cool. To really get the scope of what's going on in this film, though, just as far as the bonkers shit. What what are some of your favorite? Most bonkers scenes that, that you. Well, first of all, when they brought Rick James out, yes, <laughs> it wasn't really Rick James, but um, bonkers scene, man. Holy shit! Like, what, what, figure out, I guess. Um, let me see. Oh my god, there was so many. Now I'm trying to figure out which one I can choose from. Um, I, I like when she basically scalped that chick with her bare hands. Yeah, she had the claws out, man. <laughs> They're just going nuts. But you know what? You kind of figure if something like that happens, you know, you're not going to be like that one chick that's like, oh, you're saying, like, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Usually you're going to lose your mind and then try to figure it out. Uh, but that was one of them. Um, the the pulsating wounds yeah. were, are, are definitely good, too. I like that I shit. mentioned this to you. Like that's There's very few things that still gross me out on film. 
but most of them take place in that one transformation scene to, to where the, 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 the wound is pulsating. It looks like a giant pimple, and then it explodes, just leaks all the way down. Oozes all over the place. And then her, her, her nails start to come out of her old nails, her demon nails, and it just shows the fingernails coming off. And the new teeth coming through, and the old teeth just coming out. These are the things that gross Gary out, and it, it, it all—it's all in this movie, which I love. They, well, I, you kind of figure with the movies that you watch, like this type of shit. I know you love these movies, man. Like, how would that gross you out? You kind of figure you'd grow accustomed like, to that. Like my friend Misty in, in the in the UK is a sex Shout worker. Out. Yeah. Misty, oh wait, she's a sex worker. She, she oh, makes shit, like videos just... and stuff. Like she, very very safe stuff. I always tell her as long, long, long as you're safe, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know. <laughs> But she makes like videos for people. You have I was to like, give me that website. I was like, if you, if you ever do stuff with food, don't show it to me because I, I can't oh, stand. I can't do that, man. <laughs> you know what? Uh, going off topic here, I was talking to somebody and they made a good point because I was saying that 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 hentai shit. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know how people do that. Like, I do not get it. I was, you know, I'm like, to me, it's kind of weird. And I start questioning, like, is there something wrong with the person to where they feel the need to watch something like that? But then she made a point by saying. That's not that's not the the what does she say? I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but she basically said I don't have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. She said I have an issue, at, but I'm coming up with the food thing. She said I have an issue with people who are turned on by watching somebody sit on a cake, <laughs> pop a balloon with their ass, like sit on a balloon, you know, putting shoes on, putting socks on, feet. She's like I don't understand that. Like, that just weirds me out that people are turned on by that. She said, at least with the hentai shit, there's something sexually going on. It's like Tarantino. It's all, whether it's, like, tentacle porn or whatever it is. or what, it, it's There's something, you know, like, there's some sort of penetration. There's some sort of whatever that's, you know, some sort of, like, you know, whatever. Like, if, if you like getting fucking... A hand job with a girl with silk gloves on. That's at least something connected to... but. Farting on a cake, <laughs> sitting on balloons. The, she was that. I was like, you know what? That's actually that's a good point. I take back everything I just said. <laughs> Ch- chunky asses. You know? <laughs> but what's going on with those chunky asses? Uh, Are you just letting people throw like lunch meats at it? And that's, if that's what you're turned on by, yeah. I mean, that in, I guess that's weird. <laughs> that that's is kind of my weird. Most unsung parts of the Golden Child is very beginning where he's uh. He's he's hawking the guy looking at the porno at the newsstand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like butt cake, butt pie. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh man, Eddie Murphy. Um oh, I was gonna his, bring up some stuff here, man, but it threw you off, huh? Yeah, I'm fucking telling threw you. you off. I gotta I gotta figure my shit out. <laughs> you were you were fucking um I remember you were mesmerized, but there's an actor, I forget the actor's the, the character's name, but Bobby Rhodes is an actor in this movie who's a pimp or possibly not a pimp. Oh, the guy with the sideburns? Yeah, the bald the, head. The bald sideburns. head with just sideburns. Yes. <laughs> How does that happen? You were you were fascinated by this. I was like, what's well, the good you know, It's people get upset by when they see a guy with a bald head and a beard. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, I get it. You know, they, at least on the face, you can grow facial hair. Mm-hmm. The head, I get it. But if you're like bald with fucking mountain chops, like, he, he could pull it. He could pull it off. So I can't say that about many people. I've never seen this look at many people, but. He just seems like a guy I'd like to hang out with. I don't know what it is, but uh, with, with the button shots. Like he has cool else. stories. Oh, yeah. I was hanging out with this one bitch. I'm going to tell you what I did to this one bitch. <laughs> so the, does he sound like that? Did I do a good? Uh... 
like in real. I've real, never heard oh, him talk in real okay. life. I thought you met him. No, I know you've met a lot of fucking guys. I've met the one um, who you refer to as Rick James in the movie. That's all I've met from this movie. Oh, that chick. Yes, <laughs> she's very cool. She had, she had Rick James hairdo. Man. She's very cool. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Uh, does she does she do a lot of films with? Uh... She she's in a movie called. She's a very few. She's a movie called Rats Night of Terror, which is just what it sounds like. Rats get loose in a city, and she plays one of the commandos that have to go after the rats. It has a hilarious <laughs> ending that I will not give away, but it is fucking nuts. What, rats? Rats Night of Terror. Rats Night of Terror. Is yeah. that on the, the Plex thing it, it might be. I'm I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I'll tell you right I'll now. I'll definitely look. I'll definitely yes. look. No, don't worry about that. I'll, yeah, I'll look we'll, it up. I'll let let, let me show. look. Let me, <laughs> Just send me a list of recommendations, let man. Me, let me explore. No. Yeah. So, um, what, well, I know what you're, I, 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 this is your, this is your type of shit, man, I get that, but I don't know if I asked you this last time, what got you into all of this? Like, what, was there a certain something you saw, a friend, or? You know, a lot of these, a lot of these guys saw this movie, like on VHS, when it came down, VHS is one of the few that came to the American VHS market, like, wide, wide pan, but my video store didn't have this, so I'd never seen it, but. Back in, I want to say the late '90s, early 2000s, there was this company called Anchor Bay that came, and they brought all that shit from Italy to the states, mm-hmm. stuff that's never been on DVD before, that with, with like extras and stuff on it. So that was my introduction to, you know, this and and lots of other films, and um, the back in those Suncoast video days, they they were very they were very <laughs> expensive back in those days, and. You could probably find them at a pawn shop for like two dollars by now, but yeah, those uh, those little those little buildings that are tucked behind some failing mall. Oh yeah, in between like a Red Lobster or a, more like a Sizzler and a Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw this um, first, probably one of the first ones, uh, Lucio Fulci's Zombie, which has a zombie shark in it. For Christ's sake, so you know you're in for some good fun stuff in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> there's a story zombie be- shark yeah there's a story behind that because <laughs> Fulci it, it, he he made his movie called Zombie which was originally what Dawn of the Dead was called so and and, and, and I don't know why I'm getting into this now but if you look for it in certain markets it's called Zombie 2 mm. but you know it's called Zombie here in the States but if you, you like live in a foreign land listening to the Roger and Stone podcast you see a title called Zombie 2 we're talking about the same movie, like the number two, or like number two. Okay, because there was a legal battle with with the with the title with, with, with Dario Argento, you know. And um, if you watch certain certain cuts of Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. some of it was more directed by Dario Argento, and some of it was more directed by George Romero. It was there was a big, was a big collaboration with the soundtrack and everything. I think there's like six different cuts of that movie, and everyone's a little bit For different. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Huh. And um, whether it's a soundtrack or like certain scenes, you know, it was, it was recut for different things. But yeah, that's how I got introduced to a lot of these. That's how a lot of guys got introduced to a lot of these films that because they were never in the states before. And um, the guy that did the soundtrack for this movie, Claudio Simonetti, was um, well, he still is in a band called Goblin, which a, did a which, band, a band called Goblin. Oh, okay. If you watch Dawn of the Dead, it says Dario Argento and the Goblins. 
It's, it's the same thing. It's the same band. Okay. Because Dario Argento was with them for, for a little while. Making ma- ma- a music band. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> what f- the hell was that? A, a, a fr- <laughs> Making music ma- band. Making the music band. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. But, but, yeah, that's how the stuff got introduced to a lot of folks in the States, though. And me and a friend of mine, <laughs> my friend Suzanne, who's my co-host on my show... Um, she she's really into this stuff. She has tattoos. She has all kinds of crazy stuff. And, of like the movie, uh, yeah, okay. Suspiria especially. See, she loves Suspiria, which I call what's uh, what's, what's Suspiria, Suspiria is a is a movie in which uh, an American girl comes to Germany to go to ballet school. They've remade this for 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 like last year or something. But basically, it's a giant plot where these these three, they call them the three mothers. They're witches that run this ballet school. And they want her for a sacrifice. And Ooh, those young American virgins. Those young American virgins. Mm. And um, <laughs> it's got Jessica Harper in it as the main star. She's an American actress who was uh, in a lot of musical stuff. If you haven't seen The Phantom of the Paradise, Brian De Palma's Phantom of the Paradise, it's, a, hmm. it's, a, it's like a disco Phantom of the Opera. And I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> Disco Phantom of the Opera. Oh, that's that might be next, brother. We oh watch, man, we might be watching Phantom of the Phantom of the Paradise next. Oh man, uh, that sounds great. It is wonderful. But she's in that movie, and she started Suspiria, and um, Goblin did the score for that. They did the score for a lot of Argento stuff. But when they came to the states for their first their first U.S. tour ever, which is a couple of years ago, they they tour now all over the place. But they didn't. They didn't expect a big American reception, but the reason why they got a big American reception is because their movies, the, the movies that their, their soundtracks were, were so celebrated. So now you got like them coming back to America doing tours, but Claudio and um, Massimo, the one of the, the other main guy in the band, they were there. They just they just talked to the crowd like like we didn't expect this kind of reception. We didn't know what to expect when they came to America. And nice. They were just so fucking happy to be there, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So these, these films like that, they were like, well, I don't want to say that. I, I guess, um, they were all basically Italian made films. Yeah. They, and then when it got to America, they kind of like, were like, Hey, we want to do that too. And even when they came to America, these movies, they were cut. You know, a lot of them were cut for, for American release. Mm-hmm. So when Anchor Bay came out, with, with with their stuff, all their stuff came uncut, so it was like it was like watching the movie for the first time, and um that that was a big thrill for people. I don't I couldn't tell you the difference between the, the cut and uncut one, unless it's a film that was like originally like ninety six minutes and now it's like seventy four minutes because they cut so much shit out of it. Nice. But yeah, the, these these uh, Italian titans, if you will. <laughs> really had a chance to shine because they were putting out everything and people were buying that shit up like crazy. That's nuts. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, Italian made, it's a little more like Italian born, came to America and they just kind of, I don't want to say, I guess, put it on the map maybe. Mm-hmm. Would that would that be right? Would that be correct to say that they, they kind of saw what was going on in Italy, they brought it to America, they said, hey, this is oh, fucking it's, it's all, amazing. Watch, watch the movie Bay of Blood. Bay of Blood, and uh, which is a Mar- which is a Mario Bava film, and the watch Friday the Thirteenth, the, the very first Friday Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. There's there's kills in the first Friday Thirteenth that are stolen directly from Bay of Blood. Really? Yeah, this it's just Hold straight on, up. Grab, keep going, keep going. I'm gonna grab my pen and paper. Yeah, it's just write this down. straight up. See, he's taking notes, people, because he wants to watch these movies I now. Do. 
And uh, there's a spear. There's a there's a scene in Dark in Friday Thirteenth in which um, uh, the killer. If you haven't seen it before, you guys should have by now. Mrs. Voorhees is the killer of Friday the Thirteenth. She she comes in with all her her. And this Spoiler the, alert! One of the biggest problems I have with this film is that she's a senior citizen, but she has the strength to try to to slam a spear through two lovers and through the bed, you know. <laughs> but they you still it was Bay of Blood, right? Yeah, Bay of Blood. They stole that directly for from from Bay of Blood, which uh again in the states they cut it in the states. It's called Twitch of the Death Nerve. Originally, when it was released in the states. Damn it! Hold on, let me write this. Don't down. write that down. That's not what it's. That's not what it's, the, the version oh. you're looking for. Bay okay. of Blood is fine, but uh, <laughs> slow down. Let me finish right. <laughs> so, so the the influence is there. I mean, look look at Mr. Tarantino. He just comes all over the screen with his influences, and you know, and, and with the feet fetish. He loves he loves the feet. That man, oh, see, that's what I'm fucking talking about, weirdo. Fucking loves fucking feet. Yeah, but he but he makes great. Killer fucking films. Like yeah. I was saying, I'm trying to finish up that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, you mentioned you watched it, but there's a wide shot when, when he, uh, Brad Pitt picks, picks up one of the Manson girls and she's hitchhiking and she's got her feet on the dashboard. Oh, then, you know what? The yeah. feet are just plastered when, on the dashboard. When what's her name sleeping in the I'm not going to, well, uh, for people who haven't mm-hmm. seen it, when what's her name sleeping in the bed and she's snoring, mm-hmm. the first thing he's on is her feet. Oh, and yeah. then it slowly pans up to her snoring in the fucking bed. Now that you mention it, I, goddamn, QT just pulled his crank. Wiggle your big toe. That's right, you know. <laughs> yeah, and they're uh, they're not ugly feet either, man. <laughs> they're very well manicured feet. Yes, indeed. they even talk about it in Pulp Fiction. You know, like where he's like, where what is it? I, I'm a foot fucking master. Yeah, I'm know? a I'm a, <laughs> I'm a foot massage master. <laughs> yeah. So well, that that's cool. I I, I never knew that that. That's how it originated. Was uh, Italy here? That's that's yeah. that's crazy. Italy here, and you know the fucking. If you watch the Mandalorian now, you know I'm not into that it, shit. Man. Well, you might if you like spaghetti westerns. See, and I do. That, I do. That, that's that's splatter all over that series. Which is, which is okay. Yeah, the influences there, which the spaghetti westerns were their influences were from Japanese movies, where if if you like. Listen to certain interviews with Sergio Leone, where, where they ask him about this movie Yojimbo, which is basically the good, the bad, the ugly. That series, mm-hmm. he asked him like, "Yeah, I, I, I borrowed from it, but I didn't think anybody would notice because he didn't think many folks saw these Japanese movies." But it's it's all it's all it's all Kurosawa, man. Those movies, that that movie especially, that series especially, but then a lot of those other series aped off the other ones and aped off the other ones, but then. That's all. Those all came from Italy, and um, they even bring that up in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know how far you got, but it's in the very I'm beginning. I'm not that far. I'm, I'm it's at, in the very uh, beginning of the movie when Al Pacino's trying to make the pitch to to Leonardo DiCaprio about him being in Italian films. Oh yeah, okay. That's what he's shooting for for him to come do spaghetti's in uh in, in Italy. Yeah, and become, See, now that's become the a, thing. Become a star again. I figured that out. Um. I forgot how old I was, but I think I, I heard somebody talking about why they call them spaghetti westerns, mm-hmm. and they said because of the the scenery in Italy looks very like old school America, mm-hmm. like when cowboy Indians and cowboys and shit, and they're saying they call them spaghetti westerns because Italy spaghetti, you know, and then the whole uh, uh, cowboys and Indians thing is mm-hmm. like you know spaghetti western like western movies. Because they took American actors, sent them over to Italy, shot in the fucking desert. 
because of the whole. I was like, that's I did not fucking. I was like, that's pretty cool. Some of the best work Telly Savalas ever did is at the goddamn spaghettis, man. It's <laughs> it's amazing, you know. <laughs> Telly Savalas, who, who loves you, baby? Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> there's I don't know if you watch it. Uh, Black books. Have you ever seen Black books? No. There's a there's a it's a, an Irish guy who owns a bookstore in in uh, England. Uh, his neighbor, well, the girl who owns the store next door to him, mm-hmm. they become friends. He runs into a dude on the street who, um, I forgot how it happened. He, something happens, he gets hit by a car. Or no, he goes into the store looking for, called the Little Book of Calm. Mm-hmm. It's a little book, and it's got little passages, and it's supposed to calm you down. Okay, gotcha. So something happens, he's at work, hates his job. Uh, he has a little book of calm. His uh, boss comes by, scares him. He jumps up, book lands in his chunky soup. He starts <laughs> chugging the chunky soup, swallows a little book of calm, chokes on it, goes to the hospital. But anyway, um, anyway, that's how they meet. But there's a part where he's he's doing he's drunk as shit, and he's doing like the Telly Savalas on his stomach. Oh yeah, and he's, he he has a lollipop in his mouth, and he goes, "He just here, <laughs> who loves you, baby." <laughs> <laughs> it's in his belly button. He just hear yeah. pop out. I got a question. With all, we talked about food sex. Did he lick it afterwards? After no, he got belly button no, no. Because you just saw his, you just saw the back of him, and you can see his shirt pulled up. And he, he's he's drunk doing it in front of people <laughs> at a table at a dinner party. I had to be at that party, man. That's kind of hilarious. You know? I would have I would have laughed. Yes, I would have laughed. But um, it's like this guy has a problem, but it's hilarious. You know. <laughs> back to the the Telly Savalas. And then whatever else was going on in Spaghetti Western. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's a lot of those American actors, when they did that. And you know, Jessica Harper is no exception. She established herself as an actress before she made Suspiria, you know, the theater. And then um, she's in a couple of things before so, that. So is it coming back with the same name or does it got a different name? What's that? The That Suspiria. You're saying it's, they're no, doing it's like. Got, it's just got one name, Suspiria. And that's what it is. And you mm-hmm. said it's a remake or it's, redo. It's a remake. It's, it's, it's kind of like. um. People have a problem because they haven't watched the movie because there's, there's it's 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 a remake in name and certain themes that are in the original one, but they really go into the culture of what was going on at that time with like the Eastern Bloc politics, and then mm. I don't necessarily need that in my life, but you know, yeah. well, it's, it's, it's it's there's some genuine creepy parts in the movie. Uh, there's a dance scene in particular <laughs> where the the woman's body literally starts breaking down. I don't want to give it away too much, but it is. It is rough to watch. You'll feel pain watching that scene. And um, that's an Amazon uh, joint, I think, so you could probably watch it on there for sure. Okay. I got I to gotta get all that stuff now, man. Because mm. somebody was telling me to watch The Mandalorian, but I think, excuse me, the whole Baby Yoda thing killed it for me. Well, it's really a small part of the show, mm. and he is very adorable. Don't don't be don't be down on the baby Yoda. Fuck or, uh... baby Yoda. I'll, <laughs> I'll punt this shit out of baby Yoda. I'll buy a toy. And burning on TV, just fuck your baby Yoda, <laughs> Gizmo forever, Gizmo forever. We just did Gremlins last night for the commentary show, and oh, did you? Yeah, nice for first time ever on. So, this so, so, how do you do the commentary show? Is it like um, watch it? We watch talk we, about we watch it? it together. Like I, I would send you, you know, uh, the the movie in in a probably not so legal way, and we we all watch it at the same time. You know? Oh, yeah. And then uh, we did that the, we did with the Wonka show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's that's where I kind of got the idea for the what I wanted to do. But we'll see how that we'll see yeah. how that pans. I got we'll a lot of. I'm trying to figure out exactly 
how I'm going to structure the Roger and Stone show. You can suck him and suck him and suck him. Didn't get any smaller, you know. <laughs> Dude, that movie. <laughs> that fuck. You know what? You know. You know what, man? We're gonna talk about this right now. I'm glad you just fucking said something. <laughs> so I keep seeing these memes about the, the, that Grandpa Joe one, uh-huh. where they're like, "Oh, you know, he's been stuck in bed for 20 fucking years, but." Charlie gets the golden ticket and he pops out of that bitch, you know, the selfish motherfucker, all this other shit. Man, he did it for Charlie, man. If, if my if my grand my grandson came up, he was like, hey, Raj, you know, Grandpa Raj, you know, I know how much uh, whatever, whatever. And I really wish he could be there because you mean a lot. Motherfucker, I'm going to try my best to get out of bed and go to this fight. He was no, doing what, it for what, Charlie. What they're saying I'll is he, fucking he's, been, he's been defrauding the government for years. Because if you lay in the... Man, lay, fuck these motherfuckers. They hate the government, too. Why they mad at Grandpa Joe for fucking the man? If you, fuck him. If you lay if you laid in bed, you'd have to say... We talked about Kill Bill for a, a brief moment there with the wiggle your big toe thing. That's very true. If you laid in bed for as long as they said he laid in bed, your legs would be immobile. You'd have to get feelings back in your legs again. He had a little bit of that in the movie. You know what? Hold up, man. First of all, there were Oompa Loompas in this fucking movie. There were orange people in this movie. And they're worried about Grandpa Joe jumping out of bed. It's a small thing, but I'm just saying. He okay? had a Wonkavator. <laughs> they could go up ways and slant ways and sideways. <laughs> Charlie found a shilling in a fucking sewer and said, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to find he, find old, he found old pirate's booty in the sewer. He's <laughs> found a chili. And then he went, he went to the fucking uh, candy man, who's the biggest <sighs> dick in the world, because he lets all his other kids just fucking get their DWs all over. And DWs is dick wipers, by the way. Oh. Uh, uh, all over all over the fucking candy, DWs. all uns- unsanitary and shit. You just ruined my favorite drum set. Just fucking, just fucking live it, look at it. Charlie looking well, in. Well, here's the thing. Now, like, sorry, you poor fuck. You can't come inside, you know? <laughs> now, here's the thing. Did those ca- Well, they walked in and they were just grabbing candy. Yeah, uh-huh. but you're supposed to pay after you get. How do you know they didn't pay? I don't know. You, you, you see? You, you don't know. So. You are. You know what? You fucking classist motherfucker. That's, that's How a, dare you? That's a known unknown <laughs> right there. So, you know. <laughs> God damn it, man. They need to do better with these movies. <laughs> they got people like you saying these things. They got people questioning Grandpa Joe and his uh, his ability to walk. That's fucked. Then Charlie buy, buy, buys the chocolate bar for his Grandpa Joe and then selfishly opens it on the street like an asshole. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, if you found out like, hey, man, there's actually one more golden ticket out there. And you know what? Even if he did buy it for Grandpa Joe and he opened it, he was like, you know what? Now I got to take this old fuck. I, I had an idea for, for a podcast and I'm still, I'm still probably going to do it. I still have like the, I recorded the first episode segment mm. with, with with sounds and everything in it ca- called Kevin Arnold Underdog or Asshole. It's like I'm, I examined every <laughs> episode of the Wonder Years. <laughs> It determined underdogger. It's kind of like uh, go ahead, go ahead. I want to hear this. And determine whether in the episode is he is he redeemable as the underdog or is he just an asshole? Because <sighs> and towards like towards the middle of that show, he does not deserve Winnie Cooper. And I determined at the, be- at the beginning after after the, at the end of that first episode that he was really just like aping on Winnie Cooper by saying, "Come here, honey, give me a kiss. I know your brother just died in the nom. You want to make out? You know, died, <laughs> died in the nom." Well, the, the, the pilot, you get Winnie Cooper's brother, who, who goes away to war, he gets drafted, and then he dies like two scenes later. Man, how, how shitty do you think 
that guy felt who was like, "All right, I want to be on a on Wonder Years." Yeah, too soon. Two, yeah. two episodes later, you're you're gone. So who do you think so, he pissed off? So I, I don't know. He he did something with the director. He he, he didn't watch out for Charlie in the trees. Is all I'm gonna say about that, you know. <laughs> Well, I want to thank everybody for uh, oh, <laughs> listening we, we sh- to the sh- Roger and Stone Show. Don't, don't stifle me, boy. Last, we, we should do this last movie. episode. <laughs> we should do this show. It's Charlie Bucket truly an asshole. We'll analyze the whole, all of his actions in the movie. It, it, you, did that start, you think that started off with that Ralph Macchio one? Oh. Remember, remember how the, did you ever see that? He's definitely a prick. Yeah, yes. they, they did that little short film where uh-huh. they're like, you know, he's not a, he's not the the guy that everybody thought he was. And it makes sense. It does make fucking sense when you stop and think about it. I mean, the guy was nice to him. Johnny was nice to him. Like, hey, man, I told you to leave her alone. Boom. Don't hit me. Boom. I told you not to hit me. <laughs> and then it's like, hey, stop hitting yourself. Hey, yeah. stop hitting yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, no. microphone. No, you're good, man. <laughs> but it's uh, it, I kind of looked at it like, yeah, dude, that does make sense. Yeah. Dude, Lou Russo is a dickhead. Yeah, and he, he did an illegal kick. Just, 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 just think why we still enjoy the film Home Alone. It's not because we feel sorry for Kevin. It's because he's such an asshole throughout the entire movie. And even in the end, like, oh, Bob, I know you dished me, you know, but you want to give out, you want to hug it out, you know? How does that make him an asshole? That just means his parents are fucked up. He's, he's, well, because if you notice, they kind of did it better in the second movie. Where it was like the, you know, like, you know, oh, the family's in a rush, they're in a scramble, they gotta get everything together, let's go ahead, get on the plane. Like, oh shit, we forgot the kid again. Well, they had to kiss his ass in the second movie, you know. Well, that's well technically it wasn't their fault either, but I, I digress. But, but the <laughs> first one just made them look like fucking shitty goddamn parents. Because they weren't as much in a rush as they were at, you know, at the airport. Oh my god, I got the wrong ticket, now I gotta run all the way over here, and this and that. I thought this was my dad, papers fly everywhere, lands, who knows. So it's kind of like they, they had to save themselves with the second one because they fucked up in the first one. I mean, there's a, there's a couple seminal assholes at Home Alone. Uncle Frank is a seminal asshole, <laughs> and Buzz is a seminal asshole. Oh my but then God. again, you know, there's like, they're realists in the house, and Kevin's all like, well, man, fuck you. I want my fucking way. I'm this little boy, yada, 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 yada. And, you know, I, I know we, the reason why we identify with it is because I think at one point of all of our lives, we were all that little asshole. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, so I was I, I I was definitely yeah I was definitely that little asshole. As, as we watch it as an adult now, we just recognize yeah this little prick deserves it I guess that don't he you know. <laughs> it was still great. I think I think one of the things that I that I like about the movie it's just basically it's a personal thing. It's it's uh when. Well, when that movie came out, I really liked that movie. So every time it was on, mm-hmm. I would always make sure to watch it. This was back when I you had to look. In the fucking TV guide mm-hmm. for this fucking movie when it was going to be on, and um, I remember watching it, and my dad came in, and it was one of his days off from work, mm-hmm. and I think it was a weekend, and uh, my old man comes and sits down. This was right at the beginning of the movie, watching it, and I have never seen my dad laugh so fucking hard at a movie, but uh, the Home Alone one. Oh yeah, and then there was a second one, and he laughed just as hard at that one. But I think uh, I think that's what you know. Whenever I think of Home Alone, that ties me to that, and that's why I like it so much. Besides of everything else, I've just mm-hmm. never seen my dad laugh so fucking hard. But it makes sense because my dad and I used to watch the Three Stooges, and oh, yeah. you know I've always yeah, been all, into it's slapstick. All, it's all physical comedy. Yeah, it's movie. all that slapstick comedy shit. I always I've always you know been tied to that. That's why it's probably like you know 
Three Stooges is one of my favorite shows. You know, Abbott and Costello. I don't, I, Abbott and Costello, I just grew on a few yeah, years yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like the whole, uh, <laughs> what does he say in that one? Where he starts doing the 27, uh, the 13, it goes to, uh, what is it, 27? Or 13 goes into 27 oh, yeah. so many times or seven. I forgot how it fucking goes. But uh, he asks him when he's doing that. He goes, uh, "Do you ever go to school, stupid?" He goes, "Yeah, I came out the same way." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's why, I like you know, Three Stooges and especially Home Alone. Like oh, I'm yeah. gonna make sure on Christmas that when I go to my dad's house, I buy it on Redbox. I rent it on Redbox, mm-hmm. and we all watch it because he fucking loves that shit, man. He, th- he thinks it's great. He hasn't seen it in a long time, but I'm pretty sure once he sees it, it's gonna go right back to we, it. We've had so many great tangents, and I think the tangents of this one, I think that uh, Charlie Buckets and Asshole is one of the best ones ever, you know? I'm gonna have to... Man, if you ruin that fucking movie for me... We're, we're gonna get into it, though. We, we should do that uh, as a show, just this an- overanalyze shit. Because, you know, at first... That's not a bad idea, at, man. <laughs> at, at, at first, he's grateful to be there, and then he just becomes a wandering asshole. <laughs> yeah, because he stole fizzy lifting drinks. Is all I'm gonna say about that. You yeah, don't, yeah, don't he they yeah he signed a contract too. Yeah, that's true. All right, you're all right, man. Don't oh, fuck you ruining the movie. <laughs> God damn it, Gary, you're ruining the fucking movie for me already. Etc. 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 Yeah, start Latin reading in Latin. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, but Demons, fun fucking movie. You guys should all check it out. And, God uh, damn it, man. Fuck that movie. You just ruined Charlie. I'm, I'm glad, he just ruined fucking Charlie, I'm man. I'm glad uh, Roger of the Roger and Stone podcast and uh, r- really enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, don't talk to me. It's really upset right now. <laughs> Fuck this, man. Charlie's not a bad kid. <laughs> God damn it. All right. He, well, he shouldn't have done that. You're right, but still. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> He gave he gave back the gobstopper, man. Yeah. How can you be mad at that? That's how I knew he was true of heart because he felt like a little bitch for fucking stealing his <laughs> lifting. Hey man, out. stop saying that. <laughs> God damn it, Gary. God damn fucking urchin, you know. He's poor. He's, He's poor. gotta get by. Fucking cheer up, Charlie. Cheer up my he ass. Did one bad thing. Well, who knows? If he was able to just uh still fizzy lift and drink. Somber as fuck in that I'm movie. I'm pretty sure throughout. he was uh with his his quick little legs, it's like mom. You know, I'm, I'm delivering papers. I got, I got this crust of bread here. Why are you so pissed off? Cheer up, Charlie. She's Come like, on, man. He gave his mom his paycheck, so whatever was left of that paycheck, and then he gave his grandpa was like a a, a small shilling <laughs> to, get, to, to get his tobacco. Smaller shilling. He's like, hey, grandpa. Ah, fuck yeah. He was trying to kill off his grandpa. Oh, man. If we're excited about cabbage water, why should I have my tobacco? He was trying to get off his grandpa. To be fair, the tobacco was a lot more pure back in those days, I'm sure, you know. Well, he was, it was, it was, well, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. He was smoking it through a pipe. He's chilling. He's on the dole. He's okay, you know. Fucking, fucking defrauding the government, Raj, you know. Who doesn't want to defraud the government? This, this Don't why, act like you ain't ever go through loopholes. This is why Trump's in charge, because Grandpa Joe. <laughs> that, that, that bullshit, you know. It's like, I saw that fucking movie and uh, shit. pissed me off. These fucking freeloaders living in the shack. Yeah, freeloaders. <laughs> Man. Do you think Do you think Char- Charlie's mom was hot when she put on makeup? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. put on, she put on a dancing dress. I fucked the shit out of Charlie's mom. Oh, man. She had, she had that, that short haircut, too, kind of, didn't she? 
Kid a little pixie cut, man. Yeah. We, were, we were just talking about that, ain't it? Like how Goldie Hawn was a fucking smoke show back in the day with that haircut on that. That um, What was that show? Um, laughing. La- yeah, laughing. She was. That's she was that's that's my kink, hot. man. Poor women in like dirty dresses, you know. Just uh, poor women in dirt. Jesus man. Christ. <sighs> She'll sing me a song afterwards about how good I am, but I, de- <laughs> I don't deserve it, you know. You get blue like everyone. See, <laughs> maybe he don't deserve it. He's just an asshole, maybe you know. Oh man, he just wanted to do good, man. Not a big dig at that fucking math teacher though. Five? How am I gonna do five? <laughs> How many Wonka Balls have you had, boy? Two. Two. <laughs> you can't I just can't do, do two. You can't just do two. <laughs> of course you can. Well, they, they didn't have calculators back then. They had that little fucking thing with that, the little marbles on the... Those the Asian people used. God damn Asian people. It's like two. They're so take 200 and say... smart. Add it into the, the, the square root of your mother. <laughs> she opens her legs and it's real fine. Whole new source of income, Charlie. <laughs> oh, man. Don't ruin the movie. God damn. Charlie's mother was a saint, you bastard. <laughs> you say that about Cheer up, Charlie. I'll open my legs. <laughs> I can't leave. I, I got to end this podcast. You're not going to ruin that movie for me. <laughs> so is is that is that a... That's not a bad idea to do something like that with, that, with, with movies. You know, Home Alone. Chocolate. Don't do that. I don't want to know. <sighs> brown eye. Brown <laughs> Charlie's mom. Oh, Interaction. Man. Oh, yeah. we should do Annie. Have you seen the film Cruising before? Cruising. With uh, Al Pacino where he plays an undercover cop that goes into the gay community because there's a killer out there killing off gay people. No. Well, there's a public fisting scene in that movie. And I'm just oh, thinking about, well, that's you know, wonderful. thinking about Charlie's mother in that scene. Oh, you know, come on. Right in the old brown eye. <laughs> I'm just ruining shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but not Come sorry. On. This is the one beer and fatigue kicking in. <laughs> we get these conversations. You get all slap happy, man. God damn it! Let's. Not, I just gotta see. I want to see what happened. You had one beer. <laughs> one beer. Jesus yeah. Christ! It was. A, it was kind of a fancy beer, but. Uh, that's my shit. My fancy yes. beer. That's her shit too. Got got to clean it up before you go diving in. So you know. Oh God damn it, Gary. <laughs> It's a good way to it's a good way to end the podcast, I guess. It's a nice gooey end. I'm gonna finish the finished podcast. There, you know? Now you're ruining like <laughs> Char you're ruining Charlie, you're ruining his mom for me. Well that shit. I fucked up saying it that She's way. She's already ruined. You're ruining beer. <laughs> What's next, man? What is he know. what is he saying uh in in Clerks too? What are you gonna do next? Italy rape my grandmother while pouring sugar down my gas tank? <laughs> <laughs> We should do this all again next week. Is what we should do, man. Oh, you know. Oh man, no, man. Well, we not if we do if we do that. Well, we're gonna do movies and just find the bastard in them, man. We're not. Oh, man. No, not that. You know, this, this is just this is just tangents that are fun. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I next. Yeah, next Sunday, man. I don't have anything going on. Next Sunday is just usually our Sundays are usually my day to myself. Cool. You know, because I get I usually get back early enough on Saturday to where I can do a Roger and Stone, and then. Uh, but usually that's like a busy day where I'm going 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 and then um we're gonna see man because i'm home more so if i can squeeze one in during the week oh that sounds bad <laughs> don't say anything about charlie's mother you asshole 
don't you fucking do it. I know you're about <laughs> I saw I saw a twinkle in your eye where you're like Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> opportunity. So if I can get one in and uh during the week I'll definitely do that. But definitely Sundays. It's it's a good time to do Give it. Give you a George Takei, oh my. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he do a ooh? Or is it just oh my like, ooh. He does random noises ooh. too, but yeah. George. George Takei. He is a treasure. That the know? the Asian way of saying brown eye. Uh, maybe. Takei. 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 I don't know. I'm not Charlie's even... mom's Takai. No offense to any Asians out there. <laughs> she, she'd have she'd have a whole other career out there. So you know. <laughs> Fuck. All right, man. I'm ending this. Someone, yeah, if you... someone her underwear <laughs> vending machine. If you haven't seen Demons, <laughs> I'm trying to overtalk you now. Go see it. <laughs> uh, where can where can they find that? It's just you know. I'm pretty sure you can I, find. That. I think it's on YouTube, but it's been on it's been on a. Uh... Blu-ray through the company called Synapse, uh, Synapse. Film, Synapse Films. Okay. And um, Arrow in the UK. Demons. 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 And Demons too. It was definitely... They have a second one. They have a second oh, one. I wait, before... You said that uh, um, Zombie 2. So did they just say... I, I wanted to ask you that. That just totally slipped my mind. We got yeah. into something. I think mm-hmm. we were talking about Charlie's mother. Yes, thing, indeed. Um, that so, tasty, tasty Charlie's God mother. Damn you it, know. man. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So with with Zombie Two, they just said fuck it, we're gonna call it Zombie Two. No, that's what they called it in other countries. Yeah, but they were like, you know, since we can't use Zombie, because we're just gonna call it Zombie Two. And Dawn Dawn of the Dead in other countries is called Zombie. Yeah, it's not called Dawn of the Dead. Okay. So in foreign markets, they called it Zombie Two because they couldn't legally call it Zombie. So it was like there was no Zombie One. Yes. We're just gonna call it Zombie Two. We're yeah. gonna keep it as close as possible. Eh. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a, what I, I think it was. It was a legal that. matter, baby, like the Who sings, you know, in the song, you know. Mm. Got me on the run. <laughs> Cheer well, up, Charlie. God damn it. We're all right. We're done. We're done here. God damn it. You Don't just... smell my dick afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Roger and Stone Show with my awesome movie ruining guest. Sorry to all you women that are listening, but not sorry. You know, this is dude. I talking. think the only ones listening are the be the argument ones that, that will probably laugh at what you're this saying. This is just locker room talk, people. Come on now, you yeah, know. Yeah, the girls that are listening are the ones that will probably be in the locker room with us, cracking up. <laughs> Fuck. Thank you, thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of the Roger and Stone Show with motherfucking Gary Hill bringing in the demons, man. Oh, that sounds good saying it that way. Yeah. Bringing in the demons. All right, take it out, some uh, Gary. You wanna you wanna plug? Don't, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna go there. But yeah, right, I was gonna say, hey man, you wanna you wanna give a plug out there? Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> Cinema Beef Podcast and the Two Drink Minimum Commentaries can both be found on Legion Podcast at legionpodcast.com and all your handy podcatcher you know related d- devices. And um, <clears throat> I was gonna have the charity auction. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna have that uh, this 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 past couple weeks ago, but didn't happen. Had death in the family, so it's gonna happen in the spring now. Roger already made a donation, so he got a uh, something special. I'm sure he'll share on Instagram. Oh yeah, definitely, that. definitely. So so what was this uh this the the the, 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 the um. God damn it, dude! See now my mind's all over the place. Oh yeah, the auction. What, what's 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 the auction again? Uh, Fleas and, and Flicks charity auction. It's a uh, 
Explain to them, everybody, a, what that is. Yeah, I, I I collect stuff from celebrities, you know, autographs, memorabilia. You could bid on it. I have um, some neat stuff, uh, one of which I'm sure everybody be, you know, foaming at the mouth for is that Richard Dreyfus pop vinyl autographed by him. Oh, that's awesome. And um, I know my buddy already is thinking about it, just going crazy. And, uh, yeah, you go on Facebook and look for the event page. I have to set up another one, obviously. And uh, as the items go up on whatever date that's going to be, I haven't decided what that's going to be yet. You make bids right in the comments section. And then all the proceeds go to the South Suburban Humane Society, which is a no-kill shelter in Chicago Heights, Illinois. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, we do it about three years now. And um, I think I've, I've got neat stuff this year for you guys to bid on. So, yeah. Guys- which, by the way, I just want to jump in real quick and say that the the item that I that I did give a donation for it's. It's pretty fucking legit, man. Like I, when you showed it to me, I was like, I want that. Yeah, you did right Whatever away. Whatever it is, I want that. I posted um, the Instagram. You, you hit me up right away about it. Yeah, know? yeah. So I'm definitely gonna take a picture of that. I am gonna put it on Instagram just to uh, let everybody know that there's a new uh, podcast out. Um, but his shit is legit. Um, a lot of the shit, I, and I was jealous of that picture with uh, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, with the with the hat that I gave you, yeah. and I was like, dude, that's fucking awesome. Roger gifted me a hat and. It was sweaty on my head, and Richard Dreyfus like, "Can I try it on?" I was like, "It's, it's really sweaty, Mr. Dreyfus." He's like, "I don't care." And then if you've seen, the, you follow me on that was Instagram, so awesome. and uh, he's striking a pose with the hat, and that he, was he so loved awesome. It, you know? I was like, "Dude, that is awesome." I've seen that guy in so many fucking movies, and when I saw him with that hat, I'm like, "That is great. Yeah, that is great." But yeah, just so everybody knows, his um, the the stuff that he usually auctions off, it's pretty, it's pretty legit, it's pretty awesome. Like I'm really excited about that that uh, the item that I got, man. So, um, yeah, everybody, check it out. Uh, please, it is for a good cause. So definitely uh, get in there, try to get something. Um, yeah, keep going, man. Anything else you want to say? No, that's all, really. You all know, right. and uh, all the thing I mentioned before that I said I was going to mention now, which is dumb uh, that I didn't mention until now, but um. Mm. I was starting this thing because showing Roger things for the first time is always fun. You know, getting get the listeners involved is even more fun, I think. You know, because Roger and Stone, uh, listeners are welcome to this as well. I'm doing a new thing called Guttural, Guttural Reactions, where you can take a movie, new movie or old movie that you haven't seen yet, and then record something, whether on your phone or if you have, like, a recording device, like like an hour after you watch it. So you get that guttural reaction instead of, like, let it let it, like, you know... Because Roger mentioned on, on we did the Joker thing that he needed more time to, to process what he just saw. I like the fact that you don't have process to to, to, to see to, to do you know what you just saw. So I think it'd be a good idea to, to get the, the the listeners involved and other podcasters involved mm-hmm. just to get you guys to go watch something new that you haven't seen before. Maybe That's it's. Oh wow, sorry, I burped. Go ahead. That's uh, I I like that. Yeah, because I was like that was a bad idea doing that, but actually now you saying that the. That's a great name too, Guttural yeah. Reaction. Yeah, it's a great name. Hell yeah, man, that's awesome. Because a lot of folks, you know, <laughs> I, I talk to that are listeners, they they want to do it, but they're afraid to get their feet wet in a way, you know, as far as like recording goes. And that's everybody. That that would be a everybody. good way to give a little more confidence to do something like that. You I know, think too. it's like with with Francis. Francis uh, Francis was afraid to do it. Like there was a a girl that I wanted to get on who does horror makeup. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, hey, why don't you come on? You know, like it, it's not, it's not nuts. I didn't, that uh, Rick Baker, 
the guy who did, um, you know, he was like Friday the 13th mm-hmm. and, you know, American Werewolf in London. He had a podcast with Joe Rogan and I sent it over to her. And I'm like, give that a listen, trying to get her pumped up to be like, dude, come on the podcast, yeah, talk about what you do. Because there's put, people out there that do what you do, but they do it like at home. He was, you know? pu- he was pushing his book um, on, he's on like, like five podcasts to listen to. He did the interview because he's pushing his book. The best one of those you can listen to is the Gilbert Gottfried one because Gilbert and Frank are such such monster fans, and it really shows in the interview. They're just big old fanboys of Rick Baker, and um, yeah, listen to that Gilbert Gottfried episode. What, what's what's the name of that one? Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, amazing colossal podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Of course, all you gotta do is put, type in Gilbert Gottfried. You you know okay. what's that? Yeah. And you, who else does he do that with? You said Frank. Frank Santo Padre is his co-host on the oh, show. That's a name. And they're they're just big nerds, so it shows. You know, they get these great interviews, and I didn't get the same feeling as I did, like from the Rogan one, or the um, the Marin Mike Mark Marin one. Mark Marin. Who I who I think I don't know how he's had a podcast this long because he's terrible at doing interviews sometimes. Yeah, that's he, how I feel sometimes. He cuts <laughs> he cuts people off. He does all kinds of stuff. I was like. Let fucking Bruce Dern talk. Who the fuck do you think you are, man? You know? I, that, that's why I'm, I'm. I want to do this podcast. There's there's certain things I I want to try to get together to where I'm not doing a lot of ums, where mm-hmm. I'm not saying like all the time, like a valley girl. You you, you hone your skills, yeah. in that sense. And I I did yeah. it a lot in the first like ten episodes of my show. And I, I what I tell you, Roger, you know. You're gonna sound like shit for like the first fifteen yes. episodes. Yes, and, and I, n- I still not, do. <laughs> not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. It's just you're gonna sound like ropey. Like when I first started, I I took notes for everything, and I read on page say, "Yeah, and this happened to this character," and I sounded very fucking wooden. So wh- when I do a show, I never take notes now. Yeah, not even fucking little bullet points. Nothing yeah, like that. Yeah, see, because I want to do the bullet points. Uh-huh. You know, just little bullet points here, 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 here. That's fine. You're but I know. Stuff. But the more people I talk to about podcast, um, because there's, I got, I got friends that you know they won't listen to it. You know, and I'm like, that's fine. Um, but it's like they want, it's it's they want uh, something a little more structured. Mm-hmm. Which you know, and I tell them, you know, it's still in its infancy, man. You got to give me, a, you got to give me a second. I'm gonna get it down. Uh, but the other reason why I wanted to do it is to where I did have a bad habit of cutting people off, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, even, you know, talking or debates or any sort of like, uh, I guess, arguments in a relationship. It was always a bad thing. And I just wanted to get over that. I didn't want to do that anymore. So that's another reason why I looked forward to doing a podcast to get over that shit. But, but yeah, man, we're supposed to end this. Yes, God indeed. damn it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, the more fans that I gain, the more appreciative I am of everybody. So thank you guys for tuning in with wonderful guest Gary Hill. Yeah, keep more fans. Keep your brown eye clean, okay? Jesus like Charlie's mom. Fucking Christ, yeah. man! Thank you, everybody. Say good night, goddamn it. Good night, goddamn it. <laughs>